G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. A wonderful opportunity today to talk about the way we give and receive teaching from the Bible. There are, of course, a number of ways that we approach the Bible, and for some, their Bible reading is very devotional, and the context doesn't always hold a high importance. But for those who are a little more serious as students of the Bible, they're interested in an accurate interpretation of the Scripture, looking for truths, concepts, and principles. And, of course, whenever we go along to church, we want to be confident that when the preacher at our local church approaches Bible truths, that they're aware of the cultural situation and the background of the Bible passage before they tell us how it relates to us today. Tom Halls began the missionary service that he's been involved in with the Church Missionary Society of Australia back in the early 1980s and since then has travelled the world helping to train preachers in the task of expository preaching. Tom Halls, a special welcome along to 2020. Thank you very much, Neil. Tom, that word expository preaching, uh, for some that's a bit, uh, you know, I've not heard that before. Uh, Do you get that when you are preaching and teaching around the place, when you say I'm an expository preacher? Do people ask you what that means? Uh, Sometimes they do, but normally I'm with preachers and they've had some sort of contact with the word. And so you move to improve the skills that those preachers have because you're a teacher of expository preaching and oftentimes there's a big need for improving those skills. Well, that's certainly true. Um, I guess we don't want to be uh, too uh, bland about it, but uh, I'd say there are three C's that make expository preaching important. The first is the one you've mentioned in the introduction, context. Uh, When we hear the Bible explained, we need to understand it against the backdrop of all that God has said in the whole Bible, all 66 books of it. And so whenever we take a part of the Bible, we need to set it back in its context. Uh, The second uh, thing that comes to mind is clarity. The danger we're always in is of dwelling on ourselves and our immediate problem. But God has a perfect eternal plan, and the Bible says it will be fulfilled. And again, the way we explain any part of Scripture needs to bring out that backdrop. Uh, The third word I use is convenience, and it's convenience for the preacher. I guess this is how I try to sell the method, if you like, The danger that people have when they're sitting up in church and God convicts them through his word is that they come back to the preacher and say, you were picking on me. (laughs) But if you undertake a systematic teaching of God's word through a book of the Bible, you teach chapter 1 this week and chapter 2 next week and chapter 3 the week after, 
And so when someone complains, you have to say, I'm sorry, you'll have to speak to the management. You can't blame the preacher. I was just taking the next part. So, so there's it's real convenient for the preacher. <laughs> it's convenient for the preacher, uh, and also uh, gives a continuity for those who are sitting under the preaching of the word that they know that there is context coming. Because usually, uh, the preacher will recount what's gone before and even preview what might be coming ahead. Exactly. I mean, here in Sydney Diocese, for example, my great <laughs> triumph, if you want to put it that way, is to have had two parishes that fell on hard times. Uh, but under the systematic teaching of God's Word and, of course, the genuine love of people, they both came to life. And that illustrates what I'm trying to do now. Well, Tom, you've travelled the world over these many decades now and teaching people how to understand this expository preaching. Uh, you've got some wonderful connections uh, with some mission organisations. Uh, we mentioned that one in the introduction. You started off with the Church Missionary Society. You've got connections too with the Indian Evangelical Mission and you've been led into all sorts of cross-cultural contexts. That's correct, yes. Uh, Mega Voice, for example, which was founded um, here in Australia, is providing wonderful opportunities for God's Word and words, uh, books explaining the Word uh, to go into places where preachers cannot go. And they are very keen to keep using the material we're producing. Some of the nations that you have travelled to and taught on expository preaching, uh, places like Malaysia and Singapore, Sri Lanka, India, uh, of course England and Eastern Europe, but it's uh, Singapore you have a regular contact with. You keep going back. Ah, yes, I do. <laughs> uh, it's a lovely place to go except for the humidity. But it's the first step from Australia. It takes over eight hours to get there. So when my yearly planner is filling up, I simply contact the brethren there and say, this is where I need to be this year. Can you fit your programs around my visits? And they very graciously do that. So it all works out well. Is there any sort of crisis in some of these nations where you go where teaching on expository preaching, and when you talk about those three C's, context and clarity and convenience, where those things have not been a part of the way that preachers have been dealing with the Word of God, uh, where uh, people are easily led off onto different tangents, aren't they, if you haven't got a right way of dealing with the Scripture? Uh, are there, is there any particular a place that you could identify that they've had some real crisis situations because of a lack of capacity like this? Uh, sadly, I see that in many places, but Dr. Theodore Williams, who had the vision for me going to India in 1990, put it to me like this. Too many preachers simply take a wonderful statement of the Word of God and then dress it up with poems and stories instead of explaining it against its wonderful backdrop. Uh, and uh, that's the burden that's kept me going all these years. Some of that, of course, is going to be dependent on the preacher and their maturity and being exposed to a lots of understanding about the Scriptures so that context develops. And I imagine this is why you don't really get great preachers who are just young people, although that's not impossible. But uh, the older the preacher gets, I guess, the better they get when it comes to expository preaching. 
you would hope that's the case. I ask all those who pray for me, pray for that point exactly. I preached in, preached in the Western Districts of Sydney yesterday at a small suburban church uh, where they love to hear the Word of God. And one lady said to me, that was so wonderful. And I said, well, I don't know what was wonderful about it, but was it clear? Oh, yes, she said, it was clear, and I felt vindicated. <laughs> okay, clarity is one of those significant elements of expository preaching. And uh, when you're getting those comments at the end of the day, where people felt like what you did communicate was loud and clear, then that's a tick of approval. Well, you'd hope so. Only the Spirit of God, of course, can bring the conviction that his word says we need. And we, I look only to him, of course, for that wonderful work of grace in people's lives. Now, Tom, you're heading to Brisbane, a special guest speaker at the Indian Evangelical Mission Dinner coming up on the 15th of September. Are you bringing something special to those who are supporting the Indian Evangelical Mission? Well, I want to bring to them the challenge that people are literally out there dying to hear the truth, and we have the truth in God's Word. And so I I hope I can bring with conviction the fact that uh, we ought to utilise everything we have and everything we are to enable people to hear what God has to say right here and now. And Tom, let me ask you about the expository preaching of the Bible, because I don't hear of as many people these days who name that as their specialty skill, expository preaching. Of course, you can learn these sorts of principles, and no doubt people do when they're going to Bible colleges, uh, but there's not as many who would say, I am a teacher of expository preaching. I I imagine you'd like to see a whole lot more people like you raised up uh, to actually go and minister where there are new generations emerging. Exactly, and India's the the case in point. Um, For example, two-thirds of the population of India are under the age of 35. 50% are under the age of 25. Now, the potential in this wonderful, flourishing land for good is tremendous, provided people know the mind of God and aren't left to go looking for a religion to invent. I mean, religions are invented by people looking for God and they never find him. But, of course, the gospel was given by God looking for people and he never fails to find those whom he's chosen. Well, outstanding, and I'll point people who may be in the southeast Queensland, northern New South Wales area, uh, that you're going to be speaking in Brisbane at the Indian Evangelical Mission Dinner, Saturday the 15th of September, and uh, people will be able to simply Google Indian Evangelical Mission uh, to perhaps get more details about that, but the 15th of September in Brisbane, a special guest speaker on that night will be Tom Halls, Uh, who we've been talking to about expository preaching. Tom, thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts and your heart with us today on 2020. Neil, thank you so much for giving me that opportunity. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported.
Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.